Hello there, Atlanta, and welcome back to another week's, actually a very significant milestone episode of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. In the first segment, something you should know about Metro Atlanta, Fern Bank Science Center, as it was called when I was a kid, is it cheaper to buy or is it cheaper to rent in the state of Georgia? How much more should a new home cost than a resale home? And what has happened in the Metro Atlanta real estate market for the last seven days? And are we starting to see a pattern when it comes to supply and demand? I hope you stick with us through the entire show so you can get answers to these questions and many, many more during Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. This 9 a.m. hour on AM 920, The Answer. My name is Cleve Gaddis. Uh, my goal is to help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. I want to connect with you as well. We connect with listeners all the time. We are always getting questions, uh, things that are concerns for listeners, and we love being able to help you work through uh, solutions to your problems in the second or third segment of this show. I think it's a second segment. We've got a listener question that is about the names and how they're listed on their deeds for their properties. And this is a big concern to this person. This person is concerned that, hey, what happens if something happens to me and you can't figure out who the owner of this property is? And we love being able to help people with those types of issues. We want to connect. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions, make comments, push back. You can share ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. We've got a great neighborhood up in the Swanee area in our neighborhood spotlight in the fourth segment of the show. And you can also subscribe to our podcast. Why would you do that? Well, we think we give you great information on the Atlanta real estate market and real estate throughout the United States every single week. And we would love you to be a podcast subscriber. Let's jump right into our content. And the first topic of discussion in this segment is, is it cheaper to buy a home? Or is it cheaper to rent a home in Georgia? Now, I'll give that a minute to marinate with you and let you decide with this huge run-up in prices that we've had over the last 12 months. We've had a nice run-up in prices really for years and years at this point. But with the recent run-up in prices up in some areas 30% compared to last year, is it cheaper to buy or is it cheaper to rent? And the answer for Georgia is it is overwhelmingly cheaper to buy than it is to rent. I have customers all the time who are prepared to sell a house and then they're going to go rent a house and they realize they're paying in some cases 30 or 30 or 40% more than it would cost them to buy a house to rent a house. So the reality is, is a lot of the homes in Atlanta can be owned for 70 to 80% of what it would cost you to rent the same home. Now I'm not trying to encourage you to be a homeowner if you would prefer to be a renter or if you have a reason for being a renter at this point. But I am letting you know that it is cheaper in Georgia to buy than to rent. The only two states in the southeast U.S. that are neutral, it's not cheaper to rent than to buy, uh, are Alabama and North Carolina. On the entire eastern seaboard from the middle of the country all the way to the eastern seaboard. Delaware is neutral. Uh, New Hampshire, it is cheaper to rent than it is to buy. If you look on the west coast, however, it is a different picture. And if you're looking at it on a map, there are a lot of states. There are a total of five states, Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, Idaho, Oregon, and Montana, where it is cheaper to rent than it is to 
by it is neutral in South Dakota, uh, Nevada, Arizona. It is, believe it or not, less expensive to buy in Washington State and to buy in California. Those those that information in those states actually surprises me. Let's jump into this is our three hundredth three hundredth episode. That's not easy to say. This is our three hundredth episode. We have recorded, we have produced 300 of these shows in the last, let's call it, uh, almost eight years now. We probably have done more like 330 or 340, but we had some of them that we did that were never put in our numbering system. And so I'd like to say happy anniversary to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. We've been on uh, 640 W. Uh, GST, we've been on uh, News Talk 1160, 1190. Gosh, I can't even remember. That's where we started. It's been so long. Uh, We've been on the radio in Atlanta for quite some time, and we really appreciate those of you who give your time to listen every single week. I want to recognize today is 9-11. This is the 20th anniversary of the terrorist attacks on the World Trade Center. It was Tuesday, September the 11th, 2001. If you're anything like me, you can remember exactly where you were when this happened. I couldn't believe it. Four commercial airliners traveling from the northeastern United States to California were hijacked. The first was American Airlines Flight 11. It was flown into the North Tower of the World Trade Center complex in Lower Manhattan, Lower Manhattan at 8.46 a.m. 17 minutes later, at 9.03 a.m., the World Trade Center's South Tower was hit by United Airlines Flight 175. Both of those 110-story buildings, <clears throat> both of those majestic buildings fully collapsed within an hour and 42 minutes, leading to the collapse of other World Trade Center structures as well. A third flight, American Airlines Flight 77, flown from Dulles International Airport, was hijacked over Ohio at 9.37 a.m. It crashed into the west side of the Pentagon. The fourth and final flight, United Airlines Flight 93, was flown in the direction of Washington, D.C. This flight was the only plane not to hit its intended target. Instead, crashing in a field near Shanksville, Pennsylvania at 10.03 a.m. The attacks resulted, and this gives me chills to read this, in 2,977, almost 3,000 fatalities and over 25,000 injuries and substantial long-term health consequences, in addition to at least $10 billion in infrastructure and property damage. It remains the deadliest terrorist attack in human history and the single deadliest incident for firefighters and law enforcement officers in the history of the United States with 340 firefighters giving their lives and 72 police officers doing the same. Here is to anyone and everyone who has been affected in any way at all due to 9-11. We love you. We keep you in our prayers. And I don't know about you guys, but I am very proud to be an American. Let's get into our next listener question. How much should a new home cost compared to the cost of a resale home? And to be honest with you, that gap is closing. Economists say, and we're going to answer this question quickly, Economists say that if the price of a new home is 20% higher than a identical resale, and I know there's really no such thing as a new home and an identical resale because the construction of new construction home continues to change all the time. But if you had one in a similar area, similar size, they say if it sells at a premium of 20% or less, that that is market pricing that is in balance. In 2011, and I'm going back 10 years ago, 
the average sales price of a resale home was $166,367, and the new construction was $275,000. That is way more than a 20% difference. From 2011 all the way until today, the gap between the price of a new home and a resale. Now, it's because the newer homes are getting further out and they're getting smaller. But this year, year to date in 2021, a resale home costs 96.4% of the cost of a new construction home. The average resale home in Metro Atlanta, these are single family detached, 411,533. The average price of a new home, 426,000. $426. So there should be a difference of about 20%. There is not a difference of 20% at this point. In our Something to Know About Metro Atlanta, we're going to feature Fernbank. Now, when I grew up, it was called Fernbank Science Center. It has a museum, a Wildwoods and Fernbank Forest, and a giant screen theater. You can get more information at fernbankmuseum.org. Fernbank is a 501c3 not for profit organization and is one of the most popular and iconic cultural cultural attractions in Atlanta. It's home to the world's largest dinosaurs, Atlanta's biggest movie screen, and one of the largest assemblages of urban Piedmont forest in the United States. Fernbank brings science to life, it says, through the immersive programming and unmatched experiences that encourage a greater appreciation of our planet and its inhibitants. There is a museum where you can travel all the, through around the world and back in time as you discover dinosaurs and live animals in amazing places, ancient fossils, prehistoric cultures, and new scientific discoveries. Wild Woods and Fernbank Forest, the greatest show is Earth as you explore 75 acres of wow, including outdoor exhibits, breathtaking, breathtaking walking trails, a canopy walk, native wildlife, and natural playgrounds. And then you have a giant screen theater. Travel the world in the giant screen theater, which with incredible movies on an immersive four-story screen, Fernbank now offers 25-minute movies, allowing you to trade your passport for a movie ticket and discover the world through edutainment-style documentaries created for the giant screen. Get more information at fernbankmuseum.org, fernbankmuseum.org. Last week... And though we're covering a lot of stuff, 2003 new listings, 1,740 homes went under contract. That's a difference of 250. That is the fifth week in a row we have had more inventory flowing into the market than flowing out of the market. And there were 936 home sellers last week who decided to decrease their price. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans. John makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step-by-step -step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available and can make the best decisions along the way. John can be reached by calling 678-226-7887, 678-226-7887. If you're thinking of selling your home anytime in the next three to six months, we think we can help you sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor. To find out more, go to gogaddisradio.com. Click on sell for $28,000 more. I'll give you a call back myself, and I'll tell you exactly what we do to put $28,000 more in your pocket than your neighbor got for their home. We're going to take a break. When we come back, how do you correct errors on real estate deeds? Should you even bother making a lowball offer on a home in today's market? Is a sign in your yard actually important when selling a home? We're going to cover these topics and more. Stick with us because we'll be back. <laughs> 